0: Hello, welcome to Daily for Thursday, April second. It's minus five outside. Feels like minus thirteen with a wind chill. We're back to the feels like, which is really annoying. We were so close. We had uh, all the snow was gone. Ground was, you know, wet from melting snow, but uh, sunny. It was like eighteen degrees outside, and then yesterday something blew back in, like a sinus cold that just won't go away. This winter just can't leave us alone. Um, this episode is brought to you by, if you would like, A Small Orange. They are a web hosting company that uh, I love and think is great. And if you're looking for web hosting for a WordPress site, e-commerce site, podcast site of some sort, check them out. Goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash 83 is where you can find links to A Small Orange, as well as any links that I discuss in this show, which we'll see. I don't know if there will be any. Last week, last episode was a week ago, which, um, which I recorded it, and then uh, that evening I started feeling a little tickle in my throat, and then the next day basically had some sort of full-on throat infection, bacterial doohickey type thing, and so it's just starting to clear up now. There's that, there's that thing that hangs down in the back of your throat, it's called a uvula. Which is a uh, I don't know I don't know why it sounds like a weird name for a thing that's in your mouth, but it's just to me it always sounds sounds like it's something that should be somewhere else in your body. But anyways, a uvula and it hangs down in the back of your throat. It's supposed to apparently it's supposed to somehow like protect you from it catches other bacteria and or things from going down your throat that shouldn't. It seems like an odd design for something like that. Like maybe more of a a mesh, a netting <laughs> um something like that would be more appropriate but anyways that's how we are anyways that thing somehow also got like sort of inflamed swollen and so and it hangs down the back of your throat and then you feel it I can feel it like sometimes on my tongue and it feels like there's something in my throat but there's not it's just the uvula thingy and yeah just yuck so that's a a little more description than maybe you wanted but uh, antibiotics are working clearing up everything and anything in my system Hopefully, and uh, so now a week later, finally feeling like I can talk normally again, and uh, man, that's frustrating because I was just—you get on a groove of like recording. I was recording near nearly dailyishly, dailyishly, dailyish, whatever. Um, and and then you get knocked out by this yucky, gross thing. So that's my excuse. There's always excuses when it comes to no podcast, is podcast episodes. Um, speaking of no podcast episodes, there's a interview with myself of no I'm sorry that was a terrible segue to uh, talk about no tweets Um, but of course you can't read my mind yet as part of podcasts so you wouldn't have been able to follow that speaking of no tweets not tweeting not releasing podcasts um, I was had the opportunity to be a guest on Carrie Halstead's podcast I guess for grown-ups now which is a show where she talks to people about being grown up and things that affect you a podcast about being the kind of grownups we want to be the answers are better than the questions so she says um yeah anyways we're she had me on the show to talk about um not being on twitter which maybe that's a grown-up thing but f- the fear of missing out the joy of missing out forming your own opinion following and unfollowing strategies satisfying and fearlessness in podcasting so put a link in the show notes if you'd like to check that out. It was fun to chat with Carrie. Always have a good time chatting with her about this kind of stuff. She is a great um, sounding board for stuff here with good stuff, podcasting ideas and things, and uh, helps helps sort of uh, point us sometimes in the right direction or away from the wrong direction. Anyways, with things and uh, and also has a great show here on good stuff. So. If you don't listen already, you should check it out, 17 episodes in, and uh, a great archive of conversations and interviews sort of style with a bunch of random folks about adulthood and being grown up. So yeah, my Twitter Lent is coming up shortly, it's ending, I don't know, there's some debate always as to when Lent officially ends in terms of when you give things up. Um, Someone told me on Google today that it says it's today somehow. Um which I guess makes sense maybe in terms of Good Friday happening tomorrow. Anyways, um, I've always sort of used it as Sunday, the Easter Sunday, um, just because it seems like that's the celebrating other things anyways on that day. And uh, and so why want to use that as the day to like celebrate whatever you gave up. But um, I still haven't formulated a strong idea of what I'm going to do as far as how to go back. And that was part of the discussion with Carrie how to go back to Twitter. Because what I kind of really want to do is, in one on one hand is to just unfollow everybody I follow and then start slowly working my way back in and seeing what happens. Because I've been on Twitter since 2007 and the people I follow on there are all, you know, you just sort of collect folks over the years and there's nothing wrong with most of the folks. <laughs> Except for that one person who I won't name. No, there's nothing really wrong with any of them. It's just um, you know, somebody I followed, uh, what, five years ago in 2010, do I still need to be following them? Do I want to be following them? I feel obligated to maybe follow them because I have been, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, um, but then you run the risk of like, first of all, like offending people, but that I'm not too worried about that someone's going to be that uptight that I unfollowed them. Um, but also, like professionally, there's interesting folks who've decided to follow me back and. Uh, for whatever reason and there's some interesting sort of you know potential either relationships or business relations connections that can be made through things like that and you know you run the risk of upsetting that and and in business it's not really a smart idea probably to just like ditch all your clients (laughs) Or potential clients every seven years or something, just because you want a fresh start. Um, I guess folks do that when they if they start a new business or something. But assuming you're sort of staying in the same realm, it'd be kind of silly to just ditch any connections you have and all the networking and relationships you build up. So the other option would be on Twitter is to you know put a what Twi- uh, Carrie to spoil a bit of uh, her the episode with her is uh, to build. Be- build a list of people that you actually want to pay attention to a private list so that people don't it's not like something they're notified of and or they can see but then you put people on this list and that's the list that you actually pay attention to that becomes your twitter stream and tweetbot for iphone and and mac support just using a list as the main thing you you see or TweetDeck. i know on mac i think does this as well um and or windows or chrome or whatever you use but um Somehow that feels like a bit like cheating, like just admit that you're not following all those people, And um, but I'm probably overthinking it, and uh, probably it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but it's just kind of fun to analyze this and take a look back and figure out how and why, and now that I have a chance to sort of figure out what I'm going to go back to, um, I'm probably going to land on that idea. I toyed with the idea of just doing it as a public list of like, hey, these are the people. Because like, that's what kind of bothers me about the private list when you maybe you follow like 10,000 people, but on your list there's only like 200 people. And so you kind of like put out the idea that you're this social media friendly person or whatever and paying attention to everybody. But in actuality, everybody knows you're kind of faking it because there's no way to keep up with 10,000 people or whatever the number is. And so the part of me maybe just was want to put a list, make a list that's like, Call it people I actually read or something, which is kind of insulting, as well. So, anyways, we'll see where I land. The other part of the problem is figuring out what my first tweet is going to be when I go back. I should maybe um, come up with a top five or something or top ten <laughs> ideas for the tweets that I should go back to put post first when I go back and have people vote on it or something. Crowdsource my tweets, but um, maybe you've got a suggestion. You can you can hit me up a reply on Twitter i chris on twitter is where i am you can tell me what i should tweet or chris at GoodStuff.fm is my email address if you have a comment or thought um but more than likely i'll ignore you and and just come up with something i think is really funny that kind of lands flat so that's my style on twitter all right well off to work we go uh thanks for listening i hope you have a great thursday and avoid any tickles in your throat bye